0: Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well. In today's episode, I wanted to explore something with you, explore the topic of decisions, and more importantly, the moment of decision. Because as I reflect on where I am now and what I am so enjoying creating, which is the Unleash Your Extraordinary course, it's really got me thinking about those moments, those moments when we decide to commit where we decide to make a change or to say yes to what we actually want to be doing. And when I think about this, it's bigger than just being in the moments of creating the course at the moment, because the whole reason I'm able to be creating the course and enjoying the process of it so much, I'm honestly so excited for you to experience it from the 1st of September, which is very exciting. But when I think back There have been so many decisions, and therefore moments of decision, that have led to this point. And this got me thinking about those times where we do suddenly go for something, where all of a sudden we reach almost a threshold, don't we? And we think, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to dare to declare that's what I want, or dare to commit to making that thing happen, And it's almost like something shifts within us, like a a switch gets flicked to believe and trust that it's possible rather than doubt it. And I think so often we spend so long wanting to do it but putting it off that maybe we get to the point of decision because we've almost realised that if we don't make that decision, it's never going to happen. So when was the last time that you made a decision and when you think about that decision maybe it felt like a big one what was the domino effect from that decision is there a decision for you that like for me now i can look back three years ago and that decision has led to here isn't it crazy how it all connects together and never would i have known back then in 2017 when even in the very beginning of 2017 From January to February, things were so different. In January, I was stuck, frustrated, unfulfilled, knowing I wanted to leave my job, to take charge of my own path and dare to do my own thing again. But I wasn't doing it. I was spinning in circles rather than making the decision. And so I'm curious about what changed because I then got to a point where I did have that moment of decision and I wonder what shifted. And I just wanted to explore that with you today actually and I'm kind of letting this unfold as we go because I wonder what we can learn from looking at what shifted to then know that that's what we can do when we feel stuck but we want to feel in control and we want to make a decision but something is getting in our way. So when I look back on that time, gosh I'm so reminded of (laughs) I feel like a completely different Jess. So that Jess I wasn't my happiest Jess. I mean, I hope at the time the people around me might not have known it. And I feel like now if they're listening to this, they're like, no, we bloody knew it, Jess. You weren't your happiest Jess whatsoever. Because I wasn't. I was I was stuck. I knew I wanted to be doing something else, but I wasn't doing it. And so what holds us back It's fear, isn't it? We're scared about what could be possible, I think, if we dare to actually want something. Maybe we're scared about what other people might think or how they might be hurt by our decision. You know, I knew I felt the guilt about leaving that role and leaving my life in San Francisco because I was basically taking myself out of the lives of others to come back to the UK and and almost start all over again. It was like a rebuild and a reinvention of myself. And so that Jess that I was before, it was almost also letting go of her, letting go of that Jess and being comfortable with the unknown which is so bloody scary, isn't it? And so how often do we let go of our past versions of ourselves? Are we comfortable doing that? Are we scared to do that? Is that the thing that holds us back? That actually we fear that when we let go of a past version of us, we don't have that known territory anymore. We don't have that anchor of expected behavior or expected outcomes and results. But when we think about what leads us to moments of decision and why we want to make change in the first place, isn't it because that old version of us isn't working? And when we think about working and what that means, for me, there were moments of happiness and I was okay overall, but I wasn't in control. I didn't feel in control, but then I guess I was, but I wasn't choosing what I really wanted that's interesting, isn't it? When we think about that. Because ultimately, unless in really kind of extreme situations, we're always in control. So if we know we're always in control, can you see how this is unfolding in my mind with you here? I'd love to know what's going on in your mind too as we're unfolding this together. If we're always in control, we can always choose. So those moments of decision are available to us all the time. But we tell ourselves they're not. We tell ourselves we're not in control of our path. But the truth is we're choosing. We're always choosing. We're always making decisions. Because even staying still is making the decision to stay still. So for me, going back to that early 2017 Jess, the unfulfilled Jess, the unhappy Jess, the Jess that was trying to wrestle with what she wanted in life, and and wrestling with it because I knew it, but I was pushing it away. I wasn't acknowledging and owning it. I wasn't absorbing it into myself and actually saying, yes, now I know this. I will now choose this. I was fighting against it, resisting it almost, and telling myself I didn't know what I wanted. But if we return to those choices and moments of decision... All it takes to change is to dare to decide and to decide from a place of what we truly want rather than what we think others might want us to do. Or to act in accordance with the assumptions we're making about whether our decision could hurt others. Because, does it? You know, do we ever feel hurt by other people's decisions? And I mean, in the context of us becoming who we want to be here, when we think about that, when you think about those around you who have evolved, who have taken charge of their path, we never look at them and think, oh, that's hurting me, do we? We look at them and we feel inspired, maybe even a little bit envious, because that's what we actually want to be doing for us. And so what's the moment of decision that you're putting off at the moment? And when you think about that and know that on the flip side you're always still making a decision we're always making decisions we're making decisions to not do things and so what's a different decision you're wanting to make what's not working for you that you want to decide something differently and i think the not working it doesn't have to be a negative it's just a sign it's a sign that we're ready for change it doesn't mean we have to throw everything out or start from scratch It's more a signal to help us identify the areas we want to focus on, to identify the iterations we want to make, the evolutions we want to go through, and the areas of us, the parts of us that we want to work on. Because if they're not working, if they're not bringing us the joy, the impact, the fun, the fulfillment, we can change that. We can choose to be in moments of decision. And do you know what? It's so funny, actually, because I'm recording this when this morning I actually turned to flipping a coin to make some decisions. They were pretty simple decisions, but I've never done that before. I don't know why I did that. And it was literally choosing between what do I have for breakfast? This or that. Do I do a high intensity workout? Yes. Or some weights? This or that. And what's so interesting is I just did it. I saw it. It was a 20p next to my coffee machine. And I had this thought in my head thinking, oh, do I wanna do this today or that today? Do I wanna eat this or eat that? And for some reason, I don't know why I didn't just know, but I saw the 20p and I grabbed it and I thought, I'm just gonna flip a coin. Number one, I don't know why. Maybe it's lockdown life, but I haven't seen a physical coin in a long time, so I've no idea where that 20p came from. But I picked it up and I thought, okay. Heads is for high intensity and tails is for weights. And I flipped it and I did what landed. It was heads, by the way. So I got very sweaty doing a Jenny Francis on Instagram, who is absolutely brilliant, by the way. A little side note if you're looking for a bit of a workout, I say a bit of, it's a, it's a bloody good workout. But back to the point, that 20p became a decision making tool because the way it landed, I also felt on the inside if that matched what I actually wanted to do. So let's say instead that I'd chosen to do a high-intensity workout or go for a run in this rain and wind that we're currently having at the moment. I would have been disappointed if it had landed on the run. So even then, that's information to harness for our moments of decision. So like things not working in our lives or in our work, that's information too. We can tune into how we feel to decide to feel different, to do something differently. Because as we've discovered, as we've unfolded this together, we're always in control. We just tell ourselves we're not. So what are you telling yourself you're not in control of? What are you telling yourself is out of your control? And of course, I know you'll be saying to me, Jess, there are things that are outside of our control. Absolutely. But there are things that we can choose that are therefore inside our control. And so to bring it back to the example of the course and how my domino effect of decision from that moment in 2017, which even we can stretch it back because the decision really came after my diagnosis. And in that moment when I thought, bloody hell, I think this is it, I think I'm going to die. And I've barely scrape the surface of my potential. That was the big decision, that moment, that mindset shift to say, nope, nuh-uh. I'm going to create the life I want. And then what followed was a series of really what I'd say micro decisions, testing, experimenting, trying to fix what wasn't working in life as it was back then, in my role in San Francisco, in my life in San Francisco, in who I was being but then what followed and the fact that on the anniversary of my diagnosis I still hadn't made the true decision or at least I hadn't taken the action that followed that big decision I'd taken micro actions and i had been iterating on myself building the person I wanted to be but the thing was that was building the person I wanted to be in the context that I didn't want to be in the role that I didn't want to be in. And the path even that I didn't want to be on. I wanted to be doing my own thing. And I'd felt that for years. But I hadn't had the idea that really felt like, yes, this is the thing that I can set about to make happen. And so when my diagnosis came about and brought together these parts of my experience of this wake up call and ignition to take charge of our life, to create the lives that we want, because what else is there? Life is too short and fragile and it can change so quickly. Partnering that with what I'd already been doing by building myself, by harnessing my product mindset and experience, that combined together on the anniversary of my diagnosis to show me that although I had made the decision to create the life I want, I wasn't acting in complete alignment with that decision. And so that's why I took the plunge, I guess, the cliche, right? Took the leap and I left my role to trust it, to trust that that inkling telling me that there was more was true because what if we trust our inklings? What if we actually listened to that inner voice rather than keep turning to others or external voices? What if we trust our instincts and know that that's our compass. That's how we create the path we want to be on and the life that we want to live, because that's our inner knowing, our inner driving force. And so for me, that moment of decision, starting with my diagnosis to create the life I want, and then again that deeper awareness a year later in 2017, when I still hadn't acted in full alignment with that decision, that's when I started to do so. And that really was the start of my work to craft and create Unleash Your extraordinary and then take us back only a couple of months. And I made the decision to turn it from a workshop into an online course. And although, yes, I've spent more time looking at my own face for the last couple of weeks, which is weird because I'm editing all the videos, but I bloody love it. I feel so alive creating this course. And it's almost like it's always meant to be. And so I just wanted to share this with you, to riff with you on moments Of decision because we can choose them anytime and they always have a domino effect. And I wonder where yours could lead you. Cure, I rather enjoyed that. That felt a bit like out loud journaling. I hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, I would love to know. You can reach me at theideascoach on Instagram, send me a message there, or jess at theideascoach.com if you prefer email. And in case you're not already, Head on over to ideascoach.com to join my weekly newsletter. We'll get a personal letter where we cover topics like this and there's always a cheeky challenge, one thing that you can take action on to put the insight that we uncover together in the letter into action. And I hope they'll always leave you excited to experiment. I'll see you next week. I hope you have a brilliant, brilliant week.